You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ballers, welcome back. Welcome in to another episode, another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. Make sure to go to hoop-ball.com. Look at all the awesome transactional and news blurbs. Free content left and right. The wager pass is actually up and ready to go for today already. I'm recording this 7.30 a.m. Eastern. And I made sure to publish that bad boy last night. Unfortunately, the free play did not hit yesterday. Jonathan Martinez went with Juan Soto to have two plus bases. He went hitless against the Marlins, which we were not expecting. Alcantara had a really good game, though. And another thing I wanted to point out about hoop-ball.com. Hey, come for the free stuff. Absolutely. Come in for the free stuff. But look at all of the different articles and content. We've got an international spotlight, the 2021 NBA draft recap, a lot of international talent. Then we got the summer league report that happened, kind of updating us about the international players that came over in the draft. Draft guides, shut down rest, rest risks by Steven Vitovich, our guy at Steven. He is awesome he's got a 2021 2022 draft guide on percentage killers and then the rest of the team guys like eric ong this guy he does so much for hoop ball a lot of behind the scenes stuff but eric second half sensations that's right 2021 2022 draft guides all over the place We've got the Hoop Ball Roundtable where they talk about the wild free agencies. A lot of stuff you may have forgotten. The Ball Boys, NBA Ball Boys, is a phenomenal, phenomenal bit of information. Our, our guys, Mitch and Cal, uh, the most recent episode, they talked about positional tiers and they went with forwards. So they dove into their top 50 forwards and wings for fantasy basketball coming out. They break them into tiers. Check out the forums. Hootball forums. We've got all sorts of stuff. We got a playoff futures journal from last year that 
we'll continue into this year. We've got folks interacting. Just so much stuff over there. Don't forget about the Hootball 360. That's going to include your fantasy pass, a DFS pass, our wager pass, and the earliest access to the Brew 150, the Brewski 150, his player rankings from Aaron Brewski himself, award-winning rankings from the past decade, $19.99 a month. For 20 bucks, you get all of that. There's people that charge 20 bucks for a pick on Twitter. It's ridiculous. Our value is immense for what you get. Dan's got the Fantasy NBA Today covered, Papa Bespris. Yesterday, he talked about the top 25 for Yahoo. If you're gearing up for fantasy football, don't forget about our guy, Talking Sunday at AG. He's given out a ton of good little nuggets so far. I want to also talk to you about our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag and manscape.com. Go over to mybookie.ag, use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Manscaped, you used HOOPBALL20, and you're going to get 20% off as well as free shipping. So make sure to check that out. Check us out. See if we're going to be a great fit. And come on over. Our guy, Adam, Adam Carecart, he's going to be working on a new free play chain today. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what it is about these morning, early morning frogs, but they are riveting. Today, be a Turbo Tuesday, Tally Site Tuesday. We're going to go TTT, Turbo Tally Site Tuesday, Triple T. That's right. I'm going to run through everything. Every college football game, we're going to gloss over it. We're going to look at it. We got some news to take on. We got some picks to make. We've got some FCS schools that are going to be playing against each other that are exciting. We got some big news within the college football world. We've got Champions League today. Got some soccer plays I'm looking at. Yesterday, I gave out Everton. Two and a half unit play. That cashed. That was my one and only wager pass play. And in the Discord, I had a series of just dead bets that came alive late. WNBA unders are still covering. We'll be looking at the fever dream, which is funny because the fever is playing the dream. So it's like, you know, that saying, like, you're having a fever dream. So the fever dream, neither one of them have 10 wins. Uh, so the WNBA unders will be looking to be played today again by us. We've been doing that in the discord pretty much exclusively to the unders in the WNBA. I should have said in elementary that I wanted to grow up to be a under better for the WNBA. I've got four matchups in soccer. I'm looking at, I've got five college football games. I'm going to be putting into the wager pass for look aheads. I've already got a look ahead spot on Ohio and Louisiana. Lafayette Raging Cajuns. We talked a little bit about what I like coming up in this week of college football yesterday. But first, before I get into my Turbo Tally Site Tuesday, I am going to run through some of the biggest storylines throughout the country in regards to college football. Lots of guys being lost for the year, some important guys for teams. If you haven't heard about it by now, um, well, I'm not sure if you could live under a bigger rock. But Clay Helton fired at USC. Um, 46 and 24 record. He was there for eight seasons. That's crazy. But, you know, USC's got to go big or go home with this next coaching hire. King Haynes, the quarterback for Texas A&M, the Aggies, he is going to be out with a broken angel. Angel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. It's early. Let me get some tea. 
I'm drinking tea this morning, not coffee. That's the issue. Yeah, he's got a broken angel. The devil on his right shoulder won. Anyways, that, that was cheesy. Uh, the Aggies, they're going to be down there starting quarterback. And they got a really big spread to cover this weekend. They didn't cover against Colorado. I mean, they lost King Haynes, but they're playing New Mexico. The Lobos, who are 2-0, and they just beat New Mexico State, their rival. But New Mexico, they're actually putting up some offense. They got a quicker-paced offense. They got Terry Wilson in there at quarterback. But this is an, this is an elite Texas A&M defense. Kentucky transfer Terry Wilson, formerly of Dell City, Oklahoma, my hometown. You know, he is uh he's exciting. You know, he's got some speed, got some flash. He can get the ball off his hand quick. He's gonna he's gonna do everything he can to test this Texas AM defense. But overall, 28 and a half after losing your starting quarterback and your team being solely based around defense. I haven't seen too much offensive wow. That's really impressed me from AM. So we'll get into that more whenever I get into my turbo picks. Boston College's quarterback, Phil uh, Yurkovich. You know, this kind of sucks because he was a highly talent, t- talented, touted recruit. That was hard to say. Originally at Notre Dame. But he's got a hand injury that will make him miss the remainder of the season more than likely. It's potential. And uh, also, Boston College lost their kicker, Aaron Bomari. So he had a hip injury. So you're losing a junior quarterback who was a highly sought-after transfer that you landed. First-year head coach. Your place kicker's gone. I think that offense is going to start sputtering a little bit, missing out on points. A huge one for Virginia Tech and the Hokies there in Blacksburg. James Mitchell out for the season with a knee injury. Really stinks. Uh, West Virginia is who they play next. Virginia Tech is going to be down offensively. You know, James, he was just a freak athlete. He was probably going to go in the NFL draft this year. Last year, he had 26 passes for, or caught 26 passes for 435 yards from four touchdowns in the shortened, weird COVID season. Texas, they're switching up quarterbacks. They were trying to figure out who to use. In their first two games, which is why I was on the Raging Cajuns in week one. I didn't think that having a fluid quarterback situation was going to pay dividends. But they're going to make the switch to Casey Thompson over Hudson Card. Hudson Card, more of a rushing threat. Dynamic recruit, highly sought after, but young kid. Doesn't really give you a ton of passing ability. But still expect Hudson Card to still see time against Rice this weekend. Casey Thompson has been announced the starter, though, for Saturday. This next one bodes well for my Nevada pick coming up for this weekend. Kansas State, man, and I, this kid, he's a super senior. He's a six-year senior. Last year, his season was derailed. Um... He was, I like this kid. Skylar Thompson stinks that he keeps getting injured. He is a dynamic player. He's a playmaker. I mean, he's the quarterback that led their win against OU, where they thromped him a couple years ago. They've had some huge, huge wins under this guy. But apparently, according to Kellis Robinette on Twitter, Skylar Thompson update. Sources say the senior quarterback is expected to play again this season after a scary knee injury. So possibly just a knee strain, which is scary still with considering, you know, he's got, I think both knees have been surgically repaired or worked on at least in some sort. 
I was really, 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 really high on NC State coming into this season. And, well, they didn't do too hot against Mississippi State this last weekend. Was it Mississippi State or Ole Miss? It was one of the Mississippi schools in the SEC. But they lose Peyton Wilson, their linebacker, who led the team with 108 tackles last year. They lose their starting safety, Cyrus Fagan. Had nine tackles in his first two games this season. Both undergo surgery. Both are going to miss the remainder of the season. That is huge for the NC State defense. I think that's something we should monitor. Their games could potentially start going over a lot more with those two guys out. They're two main playmakers and communicators. They still have a strong offense. Devin Leary quarterbacking over there. So I believe that we could take a look at maybe some overs within the NC State games coming soon. Oregon, they're going to be without their star linebacker, Justin Flo. He was a superstar recruit and uh, had a team-high 14 tackles in the opener against Fresno State. He's going to be out several weeks with a foot injury, his right foot. He's a freshman linebacker, so some big pieces being lost, real big pieces being lost. And, you know, that coaching change, obviously. Sorry, I had to force a yawn out there. This tea ain't cutting it. I need some coffee. Okay. All right. Let me chop up this soccer a little bit because we got some exciting stuff today. We got some really neat matches. And uh, we're looking at a couple of really cool matchups in regards to just the league that teams are representing, uh, clubs play style. So today we, I mean, we got championship soccer in England. We got Burnmouth, QPR, Blackburn and Hall, Blackpool and Huddersfield, Sheffield United and Preston. These ones I don't have more opinions on. I'm not really sure about the way that these clubs are playing recently. We got a lot of this ELC stuff going on, the English League Championship. We've got UEFA Champions League which is what I'll be looking at today. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight matches starting at 1245 with Manchester United and Young Boys. I always thought this was such a funny club name, Young Boys. I mean, Young Boys definitely are talented within their table. Young Boys are a top, uh, or one of the, you know, they've been one of the top teams within the Swiss Super League for, I mean, a very long time. BSC, Young Boys, uh, since 1898. It's so crazy that some of these clubs are this old and this historic. It's amazing. Um, Young Boys, FC Zurich at the top of that table. Young Boys in fourth. So they're having a little bit of a down year. But, you know, they're going to have a tough draw today against Man U. This is a group stage, group F, match day one of six. Man U, minus 245 on the money line. Look, it's so chalky. But getting Paul Pogba back on track is huge. Very huge. Manu's won the last two against the boys. I expect that Manchester United is going to be just too much. They're starting to come into form. 
Cristiano Ronaldo obviously coming back is huge. I mean, you got Bruno Fernandez, you got Jaden Sancho, Paul Pogba, Cristiano Ronaldo, you got Harry Maguire defending, Donny Van de Beek in the midfield, Ahmad Diallo. I mean, this team is pretty loaded. Anthony Marshall, Mason Greenwood. I mean, there's just so many good team or players on this team. Lee Grant as the goalkeeper. Dean Henderson also. So, long story short, I'm taking three units. I'm going to put it on Man U, and I got it at minus 240. I know I just said minus 245, but I looked down at my card. Three units to win 1.25 units. I know it's not like a huge payoff, but look, if we can get a win from Man U early at 1245, we're going to return in. 4.25 units that'll be a good way to get the day started and it's a lot of chalk and I understand if you don't want to ride but I look forward to seeing what man you can do against the young boys today I wouldn't be surprised if we see another goal by Ronaldo match of the day in my opinion we got Bern Bern taking on Barcelona And that's going to be just one of the more exciting, dynamic matchups today. So I'm going to be looking at under three and a half. I mean, these two teams can score. Don't get me wrong. But, but with some guys heading out after the transfer deadline, you know, Barcelona's, you know, they lost Messi. Uh, you know, they still got Gerard Piquet, but he's more of a defender, obviously. Uh, Pedri in the midfield. Felipe Coutinho. Memphis Depay. Ansu Fati. I mean, these are some really good guys, but it's going to be hard to make up for what they lost. And with as good of a defensive club as Baron is, Baron in... Bundesliga, I mean, they score so many goals. So I'm going to be relying on Barcelona's defense. But Bayern, they just beat Hertha 5-0 in Bundesliga play. They just beat Leipzig 4-1. 3-2 was the uh, result with Köln on August 22nd. In the DFL Super Cup, they beat Dortmund 3-1. So they score with the best of them. You know, they score with the best of them. So I'm looking to see if Barcelona, being from La Liga, can play a little bit more bullish defense on them. And I I feel pretty confident that they can. I think Barcelona is going to have a hard time keeping the ball. Baron likes to play possession under three and a half. I live outside of Atlanta, so I am rooting for Atalanta. This is probably my favorite club to root for within their table. And so I am going to be looking forward to rooting for Atalanta today in their matchup. And uh, they are going to be playing off the top of my head, uh, Villarreal. Excuse me. Villarreal and Atalanta. I've got Atalanta plus 177. I just really really enjoy this Atalanta squad. I mean, they play good defense. They've got very balanced offense. There's not a bunch of stars on this team. You know, a couple Croatian Czech Republican fellas, Luis Fernando, uh, obviously being a big, big leg for them. Um, really good defense, you know, really good defense. Uh, David Zapacosta, Really good defender for him. Really love Roberto Piccoli and uh, Josip Ilicic in the midfield is probably going to be their biggest international player. Um, Robin Gosens is a really solid defender as well. And looking at where they are in Serie A, 
you know, they've got a loss, a draw, and a win. So they've got, you know, an even goal differential. And they've played some really tough matches in within their uh, table, you know, they just lost to Fiorentina. Uh, Fiorentina, sorry. Uh, they did have a nil-nil draw with Bologna, which was kind of uninspiring. They lost three-one to Juventus when they still had Cristiano Ronaldo. West Ham beat them two-zero on August seventh. Atalanta beat Pordenone two-one on the thirty-first of July. Now I'm starting to get a little further back, and the fact of the matter, Villarreal. In La Liga, you know, they, they, they're all right. You know, they're not, they're not anything too crazy, but, um, I I think this is going to be a very even match and I'm going to go with the team that I've been watching a little bit more of. I really think that Atalanta can pull this off at plus 177. So I've got half a unit there. And I should actually preface, outside of the three-unit menu play, the rest of these are going to be half-unit plays. I usually take my soccer plays, make them half-units, especially the draws. Oh, speaking of, personal uh, play last night, um, was looking for a draw in Pachuca and Toluca and Liga MX. But I also had over two-and-a-half goals at plus money also. The over hit and uh, Pachuca... I believe it was Pachuca that won. No, it was Toluca that scored late. Toluca 2-1 wins. And so I lose on the plus 230 draw, barely. It was tied going into the 86th minute. And um, so felt like I had a really good look there. And then I had the over. I was really counting on a 2-2 game. Didn't happen. Barely missed. But I got the over at plus money, so... I was able to make up for what uh, I lost on the draw. So it all worked out. Um, A game that I'm really excited for in this Champions League that I am going to be um, looking into, but just as a fan, Sevilla and Salzburg, we got a La Liga. Sevilla's in the La Liga, right? I always do this. But Salzburg... Coming from Bundesliga. La Liga. Yes, I was correct. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. There's that. Dynamo Kiev, Benficia. I'm not really looking too much into that. Lole and Wolfsburg. That's going to be an exciting one. Under two and a half is what I'm looking at on that. Lole's just got a really bad offense. Wolfsburg, they struggle as well. And... They bring in some Bundesliga-style defense, so look for that. Those are some soccer plays. Now, let's zip on through these tally site guys, okay? I'm going to pick up it. I'm going to pick up the speed here, pick it up, and we're going to just kind of breeze on through, okay? Alabama, A&M, the Bulldogs taking on Bethune-Cookman. Give me Alabama A&M. Ohio, Louisiana Lafayette. C wager pass. UCF going against Louisville. Minus 275 on the money line for UCF. Look, tally site's going to be a little more of just me making plays, trying to get correct picks. There's not, I mean, there's betting value to be had and derived from what I talk about within tally site, but Tally site is me picking against professionals on CBS Sports, Chip Patterson, Barstool Guys, Fifth Quarter Inc., you know, you name it, Sports Illustrated, ESPN. I got to be sharp. And if I got to take some chalk, I got to take some chalk. Um, 71% of the experts so far taking the minus seven for UCF. I'm riding with them. I think that UCF's offense actually is going to do really well under Gus Malzahn. I was a critic at first, and I was on Boise State in that first game. But their defense is actually starting to – I mean, their front's starting to put up a little resistance on defense. So under 68, 
Maryland, Illinois, <clears throat> excuse me, Maryland minus 280, Illinois plus seven and a half, over 58 and a half. New Mexico, Texas a and I'm going to take the points with New Mexico, the Lobos, 28 and a half. A&M going to win under 51 and a half. I just think that A&M defense is going to do enough. I think New Mexico and A&M are both going to have a little bit of sloppiness. You know, King Haynes not being in there for A&M. Uh, Temple going up against Boston College at home. Temple's made a fool of me a couple of times. But look, like I said, they're going to be down their quarterback. They're going to be down their place kicker. I'm going to take a look at a bottom line trifecta here on Temple. Temple to win, Temple plus 14 and a half, and under 58 and a half with all the issues going on with Boston College's quarterback situation. And Temple still struggling to get things going on offense, but I think they do enough to keep it within the 14 and a half. Western Michigan and Pitt, look, Pitt to win. I don't know about the cover, so I'm going to leave that alone. But under 61, Western Michigan's got an understated defense. Pittsburgh was just in that shootout with Tennessee. They scored, like, for a combined 70 points. But I think this is a, you know, Pittsburgh at home playing it, not safe, but playing it smart against Western Michigan. Another Michigan school, the Spartans, Sparty, they're getting, well, it was 11 and a half. Now it's six and a half. I locked in 11 and a half in some spots, but I've got Michigan State to win outright. I do not believe in Miami, and I think Michigan State is on their way to have a better year than what folks were thinking. Getting the 3 and 0 against Miami would be huge. No opinion on the total. Virginia Tech, West Virginia. I am going to let this one settle just because of the James Mitchell news. West Virginia has been underwhelming. I don't need to mess with it right now. Michigan beats Northern Illinois. I'm not sure if they cover without Kenny Bell. You saw his absence really hurt the team last week. Under 54 and a half is something I would look at, but Hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm going under 54 and a half because I think that Michigan's defense is just going to stifle Northern Illinois. They're not going to be able to do anything. It's going to be one team scoring most of the time. And it's going to be less scoring than what that team's used to doing because they're down their main guy. OU, Nebraska, this is an old school Big 8, Big 12 rivalry game. The Roughnecks going against OU, Cornhuskers, Sooners. If this ain't as Midwest as you can get, I don't know what is. But look at 22, minus 22 for OU. Over 62 and a half, I'm going to look at that. OU to win. Cincinnati, the Bearcats going against the Hoosiers of Indiana. I really love Cincinnati this year. Desmond Ritter, solid. Offensive line in front of him in place. Luke Fickle, please do not leave for USC. Stay in place. Come to the Big 12 next year. You worked your butt off and you got an invitation to the Big 12. The Big 12 is going to reload. Getting BYU and Cincinnati, Houston. I mean, that's just three really talented teams to bring in. No total opinion, but I do have Cincinnati and Cincinnati minus three and a half. Army to win. Army to cover 33 and a half. I would look at the under also. I don't think UConn scores but more than six points. They might get a couple field goals. Chanticleer time, baby. Coastal Carolina. Give me them on the money line. Coastal Carolina minus 12 and a half. Also, I'll play that all the way up to 14. Over 57 and a half. 100% of analysts are picking it on tally site right now. Hmm. I'm going to be a sheeple. I'm going to jump in that 100%. Even though I think Jamie Chadwell's defense with Silas Kelly and that phenomenal front seven will be able to stifle Buffalo, Coastal Carolina's got a chance to win this game like 48-10. You know, if 48-10 does it, then we get it by the hook. Hampton and Howard, the Bison, I'll take them. Wagner, St. Francis, PA, 
No opinion currently on that one. Ivy League is starting up this week. Ivy League comes back. The Brown Bears are taking on the Rhode Island Rams. I think Rhode Island should definitely get it done there. I'm going to look at fading Yale, or I'm sorry, fading Brown in the Harvard League in their first week back to action. Harvard, the Crimson, they're taking on the Georgetown Hoyas. This will be a really good game. This will be a fun basketball game. But the Crimson, being the creme de la Crimson of the Ivy League, I'm going to go ahead and just roll with Harvard. I, year in, year out, they're prepared a lot more than the other schools. Georgetown, historically, just bad at football. Minnesota, the Golden Gophers' first game, or I'm sorry, no, this is their second full game without uh, Muhammad Ibrahim. They're getting two points. They're plus 104 on the money line, over under 49 and a half. They're playing the Colorado Buffaloes in Boulder, who just covered and barely lost to Texas A&M. Sure, they got lucky because King Haynes went down, but I think Colorado has something to say at home. They're not getting any love. 14% of the picks on their money line at minus 125, 14% of the spread picks at minus two. No opinion. No opinion. Just pointing out that Minnesota is still struggling or could still struggle without Ibrahim in the backfield. William and Mary and Colgate. I'm not educated enough on these two, but William and Mary's looked pretty bad. Colgate, they uh, just got romped by ULL. Marist and Columbia, I'm going to stay off that one for the Ivy League getting started. Morgan State taking on Sacred Heart. I think Morgan State, with the level of competition they've played so far this season compared to Sacred Heart, Morgan State, I think that they are a little more or less more or less rusty. They are less rusty. VMI going against Cornell. This will be that's going to be a low key, really good game. Uh, Dartmouth taking on Valparaiso. No opinion, guys. Sorry. Purdue, Notre Dame. Purdue getting seven and a half. They just lost someone. I can't remember who, but I just saw that they lost a pretty important player. Um, Man, I'm trying to remember who it was, but it was important. Anyways, Notre Dame to win. I kind of want to roll Purdue seven and a half. I think it's more of like a four or five point game. Dave Clawson just doing some really good stuff at Purdue. That offense over 58 and a half. It's got a 50-50 split from the analysts so far. So right now I'm just going to roll with Notre Dame to win. Morehead State, Austin P. Austin P. Give me the governors. Tennessee State, Kentucky State. Tennessee State's going to roll that. Eddie George out there coaching. Montana State over San Diego. Thank you. Bama. Bama money line. Bama minus 15. Over 58 and a half or under 58 and a half. You know, if Bama hangs 40. The Gators might hang 20, might 40 to like 14, that'd be 54. Bleep it. Go over. We'll go over. The SEC is changing to an offensive type of <laughs> vibe. SMU, Louisiana Tech. I got the over in that one. 65 and a half is where it's at. I looked at this at 66. Louisiana Tech, plus 13 and a half. They can put up points. They give up a crap a ton of points, but they are at home. Wake Forest, Florida State. Give me Wake. 2-0, Demon Deacons. Minus five and a half, though. I'm not really going to touch the spread over 61 and a half, under 61 and a half. Florida State just has a hard time moving the ball. But no opinion. Move on. I'm going to look at, you know, Georgia Tech is, they, Georgia Tech, Clemson. Look, Clemson's going to win. That's where I'm leaving that. Ohio State, Tulsa. 27 and a half the spread. Ohio State's going to win. I don't I don't know. But both those teams coming off really big losses. Well, Clemson a week removed from the Georgia loss, but still 
Uh, Tulsa going against Ohio State. Tulsa's lost to SC uh, School, UC Davis. They lost to OSU, Oklahoma State, last week. Tulsa just doesn't look it. They don't look too good, but 27 and a half is a lot. Bill Montgomery is still a good coach there at Tulsa. Ohio State, they're figuring some stuff out after the Oregon loss. Expect them to play angry, sure. Kent State and Iowa. I think Iowa's defense is going to be too much for the quarterback crumb at Kent State. He will be one of the best quarterbacks in the MAC. But as of right now, the Golden Flashes, their offense is going to have to wait. Iowa, the Hawkeyes, they are rolling. They beat two ranked teams to start the season. They beat Indiana. They beat Iowa State. Baylor, Kansas. Look, I got to roll with 16 and a half. Lance Leipold, he is a coach that is better than what they've had in the last five, six years. I'm going to look at. I was thinking over the total, but Baylor's offense has just had a real bad time moving the ball. So I'm just going to play Baylor to win, but taking the points with Kansas. Miami playing Long Island. Miami of Ohio, that is. And they're only eight-point favorites. Something fishy about that. I don't really like it. I'm going to just go ahead and play under 45. A close line means that probably some folks are going to struggle. Um, USC, Washington State. I originally was on USC and USC minus eight and a half with Helton being fired. I need to probably switch it to Washington. Okay. Washington state plus eight and a half. They're at home. It's in Pullman. They could do it. They could cover, but under 62 is getting some attention on tally site. Akron's going to beat Bryant. Richmond and Villanova, I'm good. Eastern Michigan, they're going to beat UMass. 18 and a half is a lot of points. I don't know about it. Under 55 and a half, I'll roll with that. Eastern Michigan's got a decent amount of returning starters and such. They return 89.8%, which is fifth most in the country on their letterman. They return 91.3% of their yards from last year. They're 11th in the country in returning tackling percentage, tackles percentage. Um, and then 92 career starts on the offensive line. They got the eighth, re- eighth most returned big play percentage defense back. So I think Eastern Michigan will be able to do enough defensively to hold UMass at bay. Georgia Southern, Arkansas. Georgia Southern just looks like ass. Arkansas demolished Texas. Arkansas has got the hardest schedule, and they started off 2-0. The number one hardest schedule in all of college football. Give me Arkansas. Give me Arkansas minus 23. No opinion on the total. Northwestern Duke. I'm skipping over right now. What's going on with Steve Adazio in Colorado State? Ugh. Give me the Toledo Rockets. Toledo favored heavily. Minus 14 and a half. Ball State, Wyoming, I've not been able to make up my mind on this one. Northern Colorado and Lamar, I'll take Northern Colorado. Arkansas State against Washington. Arkansas State, I'm going to go ahead and take plus 16 and a half. This opened at a smaller number. Washington to win on the money line. But what I like about Arkansas State is that they can play a little bit of defense And I think Washington is struggling offensively. They are 0-2 now. Started the year ranked. They are not anymore. Murray State and Bowling Green. I'm leaving this one alone. Bowling Green is going to be one of the worst teams in all of FBS. So I wouldn't be shocked if Murray State, who kept it close with Cincinnati for a half, can go ahead and scare Bowling Green. Portland State beating Western Oregon University. Um, Chalk, I'm going to take it. UTSA, the Roadrunners, me, me. They're going to win on the money line. They're going to cover that spread. I'm taking it up to the key number of 14. It's at 13 and a half currently. Under 58 and a half is a good look, but I'm going to hold off on it because UTSA really scored a lot on Illinois. Marshall, minus eight and a half. Marshall to win against Eastern Carolina. Marshall's looking damn good. That offensive line, that defensive line, all those fronts that I tried to dog, 
and talk about because they got a new head coach. Look, those guys are playing. I redact my statements. Marshall's going to be probably a pretty scary team in the Conference USA come season in. North Carolina Central against Winston-Salem State. The Rams, give me NC Central. Penn, the Quakers, going against Bucknell. No opinion. Monmouth, Charleston Southern. I uh, This will just be a fun game. I think Charleston Southern is a decent little FCS school. Monmouth, they uh, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. North Dakota State taking on Towson. Of course, we're rolling the Bison. Lincoln University, Gardner-Webb, the running Bulldogs. Give me Gardner-Webb. They just covered last week against an FBS school. Presbyterian taking on Campbell. I don't know. I'm going to skip it. Norfolk State, Elizabeth City, State University Vikings. Look, this is some really just deep, deep, deep disparity in regards to talent. Kennesaw State's going to take care of Wofford. Kennesaw, Kennesaw State was able to play Georgia Tech last week. They got some serious competition. Citadel's going to beat North Greenville. South Carolina Gamecocks. I am taking the 30 and a half. I hate it, but I'm taking it. Georgia to win, though. 48 and a half is the total, no opinion. Charlotte and Georgia State. Hmm. I've been wrong on both of these teams' two first games, so collectively I'm 0-4 and and good looks on these guys. Let's gain some more data. I'm leaving it off right now. Troy, and then I think that they win against Southern Miss. I don't know about the spread. It opened at 10.5. It's come down to 9.5. Only 25% of tally site analysts are picking Troy to cover that spread, but it's getting shade of minus 115. Over 51.5, I believe, is a good look here. Southern Miss has given up a lot of points. Troy, man, I love Troy this year. They hung with Liberty for a little bit last week, and that is a tough thing to do. They showed out really well. They've got a good quarterback in place. They've got phenomenal defensive players. They got some good power five transfers that came in this offseason. Troy, Texas Tech's offense has been sputtering. They can't get anything going. 20 and a half for Florida International. I'm going to roll with Texas Tech. I obviously think wins. Florida International, 20 is too much. Grambling State and Houston. I am interested to see what Grambling State is able to get in regards to a line here. I know I tried to play them last week and it failed, but they were covering for like 80% of that game. Houston has just not been impressive to me. I don't know. I, I'm losing faith in Dana Holgerson, but whatever. Texas State's going to be incarnate word. Rich Rod down there calling plays. San Diego State, here we go. I'm calling for the upset. San Diego State plus 233 on the money line. Give me the seven and a half. Also, Greg Bell is going to run all over the Utes. You heard it here first. The Saluki, Southern Illinois, just almost beat K-State. They're going to play Dayton, the Flyers. Since Andy Troutman went to the NFL, they don't really have anything else. McNeese State against Southern. This will be a really good game. Southern, underrated. McNeese, I don't know. They've underwhelmed a little bit this season. Another great game. Arkansas Pine Bluff, Central Arkansas, the Bears. Central Arkansas, one of the top FCS schools out there. Look for this to be a really closely contested game. Abilene Christian, they got a cupcake. Houston Baptist, Prairie View A&M. That'll be another good one, but no opinion. Southern Utah taking on Tarleton State. Tarleton State slowly, slowly, slowly coming into the FCS ranks. They came up from Division II. In the next like four or five years, I could see Tarleton State flirting with trying to get to the FBS. Mississippi Valley State, Stephen F. Jackson, or Stephen, wow, Stephen F. Austin. I don't know where Stephen F. Jackson came. Who is that? Who is Stephen F. Jackson? Was that a, pre- was that a president? Anyways, the Lumberjacks, they get it done. Need to speed up here. I'm already over my allotted time for the show. I, I got distracted with soccer. Illinois State, Eastern Illinois, the Redbirds. Illinois State going to go ahead and take care of that, I think. In-state rivalry. Indiana State, Eastern Kentucky. I just took Eastern Kentucky plus 30 last week, and they covered against Louisville. UT Martin and the Northwestern State Demons. I'm going to pass. Penn State and the Whiteout. Minus 230 on the money line. Minus Six and a half. I'm going to roll with those. 
No opinion on the total. It's going to be a weird game in Happy Valley. Central Michigan, the Chippewas. LSU's going to win. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I'm going to take the 20 and a half with Central Michigan. They play some good defense. They got McElwain as their coach still there, if I'm not mistaken. Let me fact check myself. <clears throat> Try to get rid of this frog. <clears throat> My goodness. Sorry for doing that in your ear. That's so gross. I do that like almost every day. Jim McElwain. Yes, third year. So he's in a pivotal third year. Uh, he's He used to coach in the SEC. I like under 61. I think that LSU's offense has been inefficient. LSU's defense is all right. Central Michigan's defense is going to be what helps them cover this game. So LSU to win, Central Michigan to cover the 20 and a half, under 61. UAB to win, UAB to cover against North Texas, minus 12 and a half. Virginia, the who's. So look, I'm going to have UNC winning, but I got nine on the table that I got to take from Virginia. That Bronco Mendenhall defense, that balanced offense, just got to do it. Just got to do it. Under 65 and a half, I think we could see some turnovers from Sam Howell. Delaware State, Eastern Tennessee State, I'm good. Furman going against North Carolina State, obvious. Tulane and Ole Miss, I'm leaving off. Stanford to win, Stanford to cover the 10 and a half against Vanderbilt. They went to McKee at quarterback, and I think that's the difference maker. Stanford's about to take off. Get on the, get on the bandwagon. Rice plus 24 and a half against Texas. Texas to win on the money line, though. No opinion on the total. Over 53 is getting 100% of the analyst picks on tally site right now. However, though, South Carolina State, New Mexico State. New Mexico State just could not get it done against their in-state rival. They should be able to beat South Carolina State here. Jackson, uh, Jackson State against Louisiana Monroe, ULM. I'm rolling with primetime and Deion Sanders to pull the upset. FCS has been super successful this early part of the season. Give me Jackson State to take on Louisiana Monroe head first. Boise State, I see them winning. I see them covering against my Cowboys. Oklahoma State, I don't know if they get it done in Boise. I doubt it. Arizona, Northern Arizona. Arizona, obviously, look. Dixie State and UC Davis. Give me UC Davis. Dixie State's come a long way over the last few years, but UC Davis, they beat an FBS team this year. That says something. BYU against Arizona State. BYU is having a phenomenal year so far. This is such a close line, such a close game. Minus 170 for Arizona State's money line, plus 140 for BYU. I got to leave this one alone. I, I, I just don't know. BYU coming off the Holy War. They're a little, uh, maybe a little gas, maybe a little, oof. Now they got to go against this tough Arizona State defense, one of the best in the country. Iowa State against UNLV. Iowa State coming off the loss against Iowa. UNLV, I don't know what to make of this one. You know, they covered a large spread last week at 31 and a half, 34 and a half, something like that. They're getting 30 and a half against Iowa State now. UNLV is terrible. Iowa State's going to win. Fresno State, plus 11. Yes, please. That rush defense, I think they're going to be able to give Charbonnet a tough time. UCLA might hit a wall. Fresno State, it's in California. They're not too far away from the Coliseum. UCLA wins, but I'm looking at maybe playing an under. I want to see what the line does a little bit. San Jose State to win on the money line, minus 266, minus six and a half on the spread. That's just a touchdown. San Jose State's got Nate Starkle. He's one of the better quarterbacks in all of the Mountain West. And I've been underwhelmed with what Hawaii has done with Todd Graham there. I was high on them this season. I tried to take them against UCLA in game one. Did not work out. San Jose State and Hawaii. That Hawaii defense can play good from time to time, so I might look at the 58-and-a-half since San Jose State also has a phenomenal defense. I think Hawaii is going to have a tough time, a tough time to win and then also to cover that spread. 
So I am going to lock in some locks or some best bets. So right now, Illinois State, San Diego State plus 233, I'm locking in as a best bet. North Dakota State winning outright, I'll lock in as a lock. Um, Austin P, I like them as a lock. Notre Dame as a lock. I'm going to look at Louisiana Tech plus 13 and a half as a lock. UCF minus seven. Yeah. All right. So we'll leave that there. 63 picks going in. And I just covered all the college football. I'm a little winded, a little lightheaded, to be honest. Whew. All right. Let's get into the outro, huh? Hey, I really appreciate everything. New listeners, old listeners, all of you who are giving wonderful feedback, giving us listens, helping the hoopball grow. We're doing so much. We're doing so much more. And it's because of everyone that's been tuning in, reading our stuff, sharing our stuff, reviewing our stuff. So I can't say thank you enough or beg you enough to just keep continue doing what you're doing and helping us grow. Just two years ago, I was listening, you know, to a podcast of Dan's and now I'm here talking to you. And uh, so if that, you know, maybe ring some renaissance uh, into resonance, I meant to say uh, into you. If you think that you want to talk about sports with me, just chop it up. Feel free to reach out anytime. If you want to see about writing, if you want to do some writing, some blurb, something, let us know. Holler at us. We'd love to grow this team. We've got, look, so my main guys on my team right now started off as my first like true listeners. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Blake. Shout out to Power. Richie. Like those guys are on the roster now. They're on the full-time roster. And Adam and I used to chat and shoot the breeze about college football all week on Twitter in our DMs. And now he is one of our top analysts. I mean, all of our guys are tip top, but Adam is so sharp and Blake is so sharp. He does so much for us behind the scenes. I'm just thankful to have listeners. I'm thankful for this family to continue to grow and I'm thankful for the growth that it's experienced already. And it's just immaculate. And just thank you. Thank you so much. Listener appreciation flowing from my heart today. With that being said, I am going to send you all of my good vibes. And I am sending you all of my good energies. I hope you have a wonderful, safe, positive day. If you need something kind to happen to you, you need something to happen positively in your life. I hope it happens for you. I'm sure it will. I'm thinking of you. If you can, do something nice or kind or favorable for something else or someone else today. Just be conscious, be cognizant, make sure that we handle things together. We need to be patient out there. It's a tough, cruel world. As J. Cole says, it's a cold world. So, and then in Hustle and Flow, they say something like it's hard out here for a pimp or something like that. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in like 15 years. It was good though. Won lots of awards. Terrence Howard. Yep. Anyways, that was my last tangent of the day. Little movie drops. I am going to go ahead and pack this one out. Like I said, sending you good vibes, sending you good energies. Once again, follow me at D-A-L-E-O-007 on Twitter as I stumble through my own Twitter handle. And make sure to follow the guys that I just referenced. Adam, Blake, the whole team. You find us at Hootball Gaming. Leave those reviews, Apple Podcasts, please. Five stars. We'd love them. I'll settle for one, but you got to tell me why. You've got to tell me why if I get a one-star review. Because that ain't doing no one no good. You just want to drop a one-star review. The only time you need to drop one star is on top of the Christmas tree. You know? You dig? So let's roll this show out of here. Today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.